Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nicholas Carey. Damn it. I'm literally looking at my beautiful bride right now (laughs) in her face and just like, I'm still Nick Keller. Uh, (laughs) You can't change me. And I'm like over here like this whole time, like Facebook's updated. I'm telling everybody. (laughs) The podcast is updated. It's out. Everything's updated, yo. Just my brain needs to get updated. I'm not forcing anything on you, Nick. What criteria do we use when we decide to step foot on the boat, Nick? Whatever the hell we want, but we also use the knowledge of our guest expert. And in this case, that is my lovely wife, Kellyanne Carey. Hi, I'm Kellyanne Carey. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, so we are here talking about weddings. We're in the final four of weddings. We did exactly what we promised. We went to our wedding. We were both there. We were there. I was there too. Cody was there in the bushes mostly, which was weird. We told him you could just come out, but he was like, I'd rather be over here. And so we, we did our research. Here we are in the final four. I did want to quickly though, because since Kellyanne was not a part of the entire season, she has to just come into the mess we've made. I wanted to see if there was anything about this season that you feel we got wrong or even in hindsight, now that we did have what I am calling the best wedding of the century. Okay. <laughs> Be damned, Princess Diana and Prince Charles. That's our cat. That's Sophia. <laughs> she comes with me everywhere I go. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia's trying to get on mic now. So yeah, so we had the first matchup, children location, location going over children. Mm-hmm. Okay, I should actually, I should jump in really quick and just point out, I have more qualifications to be here that aside from living here and listening to you do this every week and also being your wife now is, I don't know if you've ever mentioned because I, oh, sh- I don't listen um, to this podcast Um how dare you uh you're so supportive and i don't listen um but i'm i'm a founding member and the artistic director of the only female driven comedy company in the twin cities so the reason i don't like to listen to it is because she doesn't think it's funny well, more, no. more of the story more of the story she just doesn't no, think it's funny i just funny. can't listen to it without giving critical feedback and we have a great relationship so why would i fuck it up now that's fair, <laughs> that's fair. no you're right. i yes Okay, so sorry, let's go back to your children versus location. Yeah, in a second, it was never going to be children. I'm glad you guys got to shit on them as much as you did, though. So now we don't have to talk about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that was the episode that was the bachelor party versus the food. And I respect what Cody did there for sure, because um, spoilers for you. So uh, and then like food versus location. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was going to be location. I don't think you guys talked enough about how much location and food can ruin a wedding, but I look forward to discussing that with you today. Fair. And then in group B, we had after party, friends and family, friends going over, and then personalization, being in the wedding, personalization winning, and then overall out of friends, personalization, personalization winning. Any, anything from that one that you felt, did we, did we get it right? I think you guys did. 100%. I'm sorry. I don't have anything to argue there. We're because so good at this. If, if yeah, we're really good at this. That's fine. Well, you can just say that. Feel free to compliment me yeah. specifically <laughs> as much as you want. No, actually, I got a bone to pick with you on the last episode because how did vows not make it in? Yeah, let's. we can just hop right into that. Group D. Uh, Here's we have- the D. Okay, first of all, I didn't, I'll, I'll let you tell it, but I didn't know the epic scope of which Kellyanne's vows were going to be coming to the table. And I apologize. I'll, I'll take that one to the chest. I didn't know that this was a work in progress for the last two years. But 
Also, vows are great for the people receiving them, but an open bar is universal. Everybody at your wedding enjoyed your open bar. And I'll tell you what, some of those people weren't there for the vows. I was watching. I had a good row, front row seat to see who showed up late. <laughs> who showed up late? I don't want I to. Want I'm me. not a narc. I'm I grew up on the right street. I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off. Man. Okay. That way they can't trace it back to me. <laughs> sure. Sure. Well, um, Do you what wanna... Cody's getting at is Nick mentioned uh, six months into our relationship that for our future wedding, and it was the first time we ever said our wedding, not like a platonic wedding someday if I ever get married, like our wedding, mm-hmm. we should write our own vows. And I'm a writer. So naturally I started writing the next day because I was like, I got to fucking nail these. Right. And then it turned into something much sweeter because I ended up writing an entire book and yeah. I didn't realize I was starting to write a book when I wrote the book. And then um, I, I had a I had a book printed at Office Depot the week of my wedding. And then I brought the book to the venue. I had my brother hide the book and I told him very specifically to wait until I asked for it. <laughs> In not. TJ's defense, it really did sound like you were calling him up. <laughs> it did. I get it. You didn't yeah. ask, say specifically, but it was there. It was there. You started yeah. saying TJ, and then he's like, I oh, I got the vows. I did not say TJ. I didn't say anything about him. I said, I wrote a book. Oh, right. And then I was going to go on to talk about my journey a little bit, writing the book. And then TJ just showed up out of nowhere in my peripheral with the book. <laughs> And I didn't mean to be funny. That's something you guys mentioned that Catherine was funny during her vows. And yes, Cody, you were explicitly told not to be funny. Yes. And there's a yin and yang there. Well, apparently it just secretes out of me because (laughs) I couldn't stop my, I was like, not yet, TJ. And that line just slapped. Everybody lost it. And I was like, this is supposed to be serious. I wrote an entire fucking book. If somebody's not (laughs) crying right now, what was it all for? (laughs) But we were all crying. I yeah. do have a question. This is an important yeah. question. And this, I don't know if anyone's asked you this yet, or this is for the listeners. I've been thinking about this since I saw you hand this big, beautiful book to my boy, Nick. How long does Nick have to read that before he's in trouble? Like he's got to read that whole book. Oh. And I'm not saying oh. he doesn't want to read the book. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't think, I have never described, I describe him as a lot of things, but not an avid reader. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I didn't expect him to read it quickly. So there is a vow index in the back. So he can just read the vow parts because the reason it's a book is because every time I was inspired to write a vow, I wrote the story of why I was inspired to write it. Oh. And so it's it's the story of our love, but it goes along with all the vows. So in the back, there's a vow index. So that way, if you know he ever needs a quick reference, he can be like, ah, ah, ah. According to vow number seven on page 12, you promised. I'm, you're you're not then- expecting <laughs> it, but you're not expecting him to be like some sort of religious freak where he's like, no. Carrie 14.3 clearly states that we get a spoon every Sunday morning. Um, yeah, you know what? Sure. Hell yeah. That's Nick. what the book is for. It's a reference guide. Hell yeah. For both so of us. I just got to get, I just got to get you real that deep much. in. I got to get real deep in it, but. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, coming from somebody who literally wrote for two and a half years and came out with over 50,000 words, over 95 pages. Am I a little bit pissed off that you guys didn't push vows forward? And instead it was the open bar. That's not love. That's all Cody. That was Cody. I was there for that. This this bracket isn't the best thing about love. It's the best thing about weddings. And it's not the best thing about our weddings. It's the best thing about all weddings. And guys, I've been to a lot of weddings where I'm more interested in the bar than the people. Let's just put that out there. Wow. Well, let's hop into it. a waste of an invitation. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's uh let's get into it. So let's let's just talk right about it. So we have 15 seed mu- oh the final four we ended up with location going up against personalization and music and dancing going up against open bar. We're already chatting about the bar, so let's get right there. 15 seed music and dancing going up against the three seed open bar. I just think it goes without saying. Shout outs to Curtis and Maria. We were very fortunate at our wedding that the venue itself has a really had a really good speaker system and they also had like party lights like straight up canned multicolor we got lasers and shit so you could just flip that switch on it would beat to the music so we just did we asked uh two of our closest friends two people who i knew would like be all about being a dj for for the night and we called them our vibe connoisseurs because they were they were responsible for keeping up the vibe and holy shit cody next to your wedding i would I would toss mine in there as like the most lit dance floor. It was yeah, I have good. witnessed at yeah. a wedding. It was effortless. Yeah. I never felt like I had to be like, oh man, no one's having a good time. Why is anyone dancing? I better go make it look like a lot of fun to dance. No. Right. Oh, and that's, yeah. Cause literally- it looked like fun without me. And I was like, okay, aunt Sharon, get the fuck out of here. I need to go back to the dance floor now because yeah. fun is happening I'm and I'm missing it. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we literally like a couple days before the wedding, we're like, okay, one of us has got to be on the dance floor because otherwise if that dance floor fucking (laughs) dies, people will come out there because we're out there so they'll feel obligated, but one of us has to promise that they will stay around or near the dance floor. Be the keeper of the floor, if you will. Yes, and we will tag out and when you need to get drinks or whatever. Yeah, like Frodo with the goddamn ring. Someone has to be in charge of it at any given time. Yes, and so, but then to get there, and have Curtis and Maria just destroy people. Yeah, they were vibe checking the whole yeah. night very well. We were holy shit sore, like actually <laughs> whole legs. We're twisting, we're shouting, we're Cupid shuffling, we're cha cha sliding. Dude, you was okay the, Cupid shuffling. Yes, okay, the open Cupid. bar and the music and dance floor went hand in hand. And I, I'm still my knees, guys, are big, green, nasty bruises. Still, I have this bruise on my arm. I don't know where it came from. Catherine said at one point I picked her up and spun her around. I don't remember anything because I started. I'm taking, amazed she remembers that, Cody. She got pretty lit too. <laughs> I I was taking shots at the open bar. I remember I took a tequila shot and I thought this is the last tequila shot. I'm good. I don't need to take another shot. And I turned around. Boom, Kellyanne was there. It's like that scene from The Office, just standing there. And she goes, are we doing tequila shots? I was like, damn it. Oh, no. I didn't know you had just taken one. I literally uh, was, I was walking like, away. It's my from- wedding. What are those? Those are the drink tickets? Why haven't I seen one yet? Get me one. I did back-to-back tequila shots. And then I'm counting this as the open bar. I broke the only rule I've ever had my whole life, Nick. Since I was yep. 16 years old, I've had one rule in this world. And that's never take shots out the back of a truck. And what did I end up doing? <laughs> Taking shots out of the back of a truck. Yo, that was uh- that was the trashiest, most beautiful, most trashy, most okay. So some we weren't allowed to have outside alcohol at our venue. Yep. And no one was allowed to leave. But Nick's family, emphasis on the Nick, his family all have this tradition where they have to drink moonshine at a wedding. It's a North Dakota tradition. I think it's an alcoholics tradition, more or less. <laughs> I don't know. I want, I want to Honestly, blame this on North Dakota. They make but... it themselves. They are artisans well, of moonshine. Yeah. And so Nick and I are having our beautiful private moment in the cabin right after our wedding. And Nick finds two things of moonshine. And he's immediately like, uh-uh, no, no, you're not doing it during the wedding. Absolutely not. So the two of us brainstorm and decide we're going to lock it in the, there's like a closet that you can lock the uh, wedding gown in. So it's hidden away and no one can see it. 
So we took the key, we locked the moonshine away, and we were we specifically looked every one of his family members in the eye, and we were like, there is no moonshine until midnight when the liquor license for this place expires. That is the rule. If you want it, you can stay until midnight, and you can have your moonshine off the back of a truck. <laughs> and all of his family were like, well, then we will wait. And they were the people who were sitting at their tables until midnight, just nodding along, having a good time, playing the game until they could have their moonshine and go home. I've never seen that wild. many old people just mean mugging the clock. And they, they were, yeah. they all left as soon as it happened. This, that's how you know it was a real tradition they didn't make up for that day. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, like, this I've has been, to happen. I've been the apple pie, like, boy. Like, we were at one wedding in North Dakota, and I literally have, like, I'm not even kidding you. In one of my pockets, I just have these tiny little plastic shot glasses. And then I'm just walking around with a bottle full of apple pie. And I'm just walking by people like, you need some apple pie? Me too. And we and we just started ripping shots. Asked it to my grandparents who don't drink and are like adamantly against that part of our family. And uh, that didn't turn out well. They they were not fans of uh, my my passion for family tradition. But yeah. so fast forward to midnight on my wedding day, I've gone down to the basement. I have the two things of moonshine, which are big ass mason jars in my hands. Mm-hmm. I um, am holding a thing of plastic shot glasses in my mouth. Nick, you weren't there for this. Oh, I no. think you went to the bathroom or something. Yep. And so I'm literally hiking my dress up with my elbows <laughs> and crawling my way in my wedding gown up the stairs with two things of moonshine and a package of shots in my mouth and at that moment i was like oh fuck i'm married to nick now <laughs> this is your You're life that was, <laughs> that's what it looks like that was it and yep. then we we took him out and it was honestly like dealing with i love your family nothing against them but it was seriously like okay so this is gonna be what it's like when we have kids we gotta lock away the liquor <laughs> You wait until midnight and then we can have some. Absolutely not allowed. And then it came down. We had the moonshine. We handed it off. Everyone was all excited. And then Cody got rip and drunk, ripping shots off the back of a truck. I did yep. get rip and drunk. Between the hours <laughs> of 1030 and midnight, I had three tequila shots, at least two shots of moonshine because I know I took Catherine's because she didn't want it. Dude, and that doesn't count <laughs> the drinks I was drinking. Yeah. I was on that I wine life. I can't drink I were- anymore. I'm on wine time. Oh, yeah. I would say that was one of my one of the best decisions we made about our open bar. And it was it wasn't actually we didn't make the decision. It was thrust upon us. But if I could go back, I would do it again every single time. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to have Corona because we're going to have Mexican food. And also it gave us a chance to put in a little quote from the Fast and the Furious franchise. You can have any brew you want as long as it's a Corona from Fast One at 32 minutes and eight seconds. We should post that on, sorry, not we. Yeah. <clears throat> you I, should post that on your Instagram page. Yeah, we'll put some images up. We'll put, some, we'll put the, we have an image of the car bar too. So that way everyone oh, can God see that. So they can see what that looks like. We had a classy wedding. But... It was, but these images will not make it seem so. No. Um, Dude, your wedding was like classy as fuck. And then as soon as it was like, it was like Cinderella. When the clock struck midnight, everything went back to how it should be. All, the, all of us turned to the nasty rodents we are. And we were like, Give me booze. Yeah, just throwing shots <laughs> off the back of a pumpkin. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> but what happened was is so we asked for Corona, and the woman, the per- person who had the liquor license, was like, "Here's the deal: we only have Corona Premium." Which, for those of you who don't know, there's Corona Extra, which is the be- the best one, which it like it's has the, the most flavor, alcohol. highest alcohol. You have just standard Corona. You have Corona Light. And then you have Corona Premium. It's the Miller Lights of Corona. Yeah, like it's the high life. Like it is the yeah. lowest alcohol. It is the lightest tasting, lightest flavored. I think it's 4.0 at most for alcohol percentage. Yeah, it's just a whisper of Corona and mostly water. And carbonated water. Here's the deal though. 
because we got that super light beer, you, I never, I never held myself back and I know no one else did. Yeah. We were slamming back Corona, these Corona premiums, like it was our job. And then, but a, it was a light beer. So you never got like two, you didn't get the hangover. Wasn't that bad, but also you just couldn't get that drunk unless you're like Cody and you're, and you're getting uh, free drink tickets off my mom. Oh yeah. By the way, my Thank- parents didn't even get free drink tickets. Cody's sitting on like 20. What the fuck? I used all, first of all, I used all of them. Second of all, I got, I said, Cassandra, Nick's sister. I said, Cassandra, get me some drink tickets so I can hook up the, the bridesmaids and stuff and the grooms people. So she went, she got me like 30 of them. So I just gave all the bridesmaids a, a stack and then I just went fucking hard in the paint. What do you want me to do? Not go hard in the paint? <laughs> No, I would have liked my parents to have like a I, nice drink. I assumed that your parents had as many as Nick's mom did. So, so had I until it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm at the, and I was like, you get, I was looking at my mom and, and you know, we're just so happy. And she's grabbing some drink. She's like, do you want any? I was like, no, no, no. I'm just drinking the Coronas. And, and I was like, how many did you end up giving to Wendy and Dave, my new parents? And she was like, my mom just had that look of a kid who got like not busted, but it's like, you did the dishes. Right. And they're like, Oh, oh no. <laughs> and and she's like, she's like, I can go give them to him now. I'm like, yeah, mom, go up to him at 11 o'clock at night with like <laughs> the, the 10 tickets you have left in your pocket and be like, uh, I'm sorry. Honestly, here. I think it would have been a nice show of like, a, a, May, I, I genuinely want- just remembered after giving these to everyone, but the two of you. Yep. But yes. So anyway, I, so the moral of the story is for, for anyone who's, who you have to, if you get to pick the beer that is your open bar beer, if that's how they're going to do it, I cannot stress enough, do the light beer thing, like get and go get it light too, like get real light with it because mm-hmm. everyone could keep going. People stayed out as like, we're on that dance floor for a long time. It was hydrating them. And then mm-hmm. the best compliment ever, uh, one of the venue, the people who worked at the venue, Corey, Shout out to Corey. Shout out Pines Peak. I know you're not going to hear this, but I want it in the world. We love you all. So Corey, we're, we're packing up the next day. It's Sunday morning. And Corey's like, yeah, man, we were talking. I was talking with the bar staff. And it was like, we noticed that like, usually at every wedding, there's someone who is too drunk, right? And they this could mean that they're crying. They're trying to fight. Like they're messing up shit at the wedding. And he was like, straight up, you had a lot of drunk people, but no one was the drunkest and unmanageable. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it was refreshing to have that at a wedding. Yeah, you know what else was refreshing? Our goddamn Corona premieres. They were delicious. Yeah, so oh. sh- yeah. Yeah, highly recommend. I'm if glad I maintained the illusion that I wasn't a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you were never a problem. You're such a lovable drunk. I think you you probably hugged me and said how much you love me. I mean, more at, in one night than, at some than point, Nick has in the last month. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. at, at some point, Cody, I had to avoid you because- <laughs> Every time I'd see you, you would just come up, give me the greatest hug I've ever received. And just like, I fucking love you. And I love Kellyanne and I love your family. And I love this place. And I love this moment. And I, and I love CM Punk also. I just need to get it out there so he knows that that's in the world. And I'm like, I love you too, big guy. I love the tacos. I loved the cake. That's I love this cabin. What was that? What was that? Is that Corona? I love it. I love it. It uh, was beautiful. But yeah, you were a great napkin. Cody was all love the entire night. It was beautiful. It, like, was. it was. So I guess that takes us back to like the bottom line here. What was better? 
specifically because this is our experience now so is it our open bar or is it open bars in general because i don't think everybody does it as good as we did it not to say i'm sorry i'm gonna get up on a high horse here and just say like some of you craft beer bitches out there who had to get all fancy and have a high hpv on yours where did that get you got somebody projectile vomiting in the parking lot get fucked now you deserve that hey the one wedding that i went to where i knew i was getting served craft It's the only wedding I got into a fight into. Also, shout out Curtis and Maria. Love oh, you shit. all. <laughs> Love you all. All right. Here's the th- all right. Here's where I'm kind of falling on this. Uh, so there are like there are now two weddings I remember for how epic the dancing was, and that will be Cody's, and that will be ours. Mm-hmm. I just think that if you clear that bar, you've had the best wedding ever. Open bar, I almost feel is like a standard. So if you don't even do that, I'm already a little, a little mumbly grumbly at your. Oh wedding. yeah, how can it ruin the the the, the whole experience? Without they go hand in hand. Can this be the first time in history that the two things become one? They tag the they symphony, tag, or they do they bolt? Are we talking Dragon Ball Z? on these motherfuckers sing, together, or are they? Are yeah? How are they? Do they become a tag team and it goes two on one handicap match? What are we? I'm yeah. I'm saying we just turn this into like the wedding vibe. No, I can't do wedding vibe because we had that. But like, I don't know which one. I know, to pick. but the music and dance, the the dancing in the open bar vibe is a hell of a lot different than the love in the air nonsense you guys were throwing around <laughs> earlier this season. Love in the air is so important. I love it. No, we Tell had me. hefty vibes. I was love, love in the so, air. Okay. That was, there was, so, there was Cody, so much yeah. love in the air. Cody became love I in cannot the air. Wait, I cannot wait to see who got pregnant at our wedding. <laughs> fingers crossed y'all. Fingers crossed. Not uh, us. What are you? No, what not us. No, oh, no. Sorry, I just mean, I'm, I'm fingers crossed for someone that got, that got pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they name their baby Eugenius. That would be so cool. It's not so a great cool. name, but it is, a, but do it. All right. We got to pick one of these bad boys. I, I got it. I just, I was so every single like i said for me the open bar almost has to be there so like it needs to be there but music and dancing just does not always hit as hard but i just remember when it does it's unforgettable it's undeniable like having a great dance like the only problem with our dance floor was me because at one point i told curtis i wanted like a little emo night set Oh yeah, and it chased everyone away, yeah. including me. I was yep. like, "You do your thing, boo. I'm gonna go." Yep. I think I came up to you after that. I said, "Hey, Nick, the six of us out here, we're the ones that really love you." <laughs> yeah, straight up. Like I was like, "All right, we're gonna hit him with some emo." Like, and by emo, I kept it pretty radio friendly emo until it was like, I think it was like Ocean Avenue, and then maybe like Swing Swing, and then uh, Mayday Parades, Jamie All Over, and Jamie All Over. Just everyone who was kind of in the pocket was like. Yeah, man, you've you've gone too far. You but there was the like shark s- on this. six of us just screaming the lyrics at each other, um, and that like <laughs> once again too. But that's yeah, I gotta go music and dancing. I I I loved our open bar so, and I'm appreciative of the open bar and what it did and all the things we learned. But I would argue that Curtis could have still Curtis and Maria could have still held it down as strong if they had to have paid for their own alcohol. I, or do you think, or am I wrong? Is there- No, actually, I agree with you. Actually, if we're in a- <laughs> As your wife, I have to agree with you in all things. You are now the head of this household. I think- Thank you for reminding everyone. <laughs> this is happening. I think that, yeah, if, even if I had to pay for drinks, the only change would have, I probably wouldn't have browned out most of the night because I did come back at the end. I do- I don't remember some in the middle, but I did come back at the end. We got to give it up to the vibe. Music and dancing, I think. Oh my I, God, yeah. I agree. Because even without an open bar, I still, I think I still would have these bruises on my knee and this 
un, uh, unidentifiable bruise on my arm. So yeah. 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 Well, cause you still would have had the drink tickets. <laughs> I, I got them fair and square. I earned those drink tickets. <laughs> I love if you came back. You're like, I robbed your mom. <laughs> I, uh, I held your mom up at gunpoint and I was like, you give me those fucking tickets, Rhonda. Okay. So next up we have location, 16 seed location going up against the five seed personalization. Hold on a second. Can I jump in? Can I, can I just have the mic for a second? Can yeah. I jump in right away yeah. with some location trashing. Sure. You guys, the weddings are such a huge commodity. Like the number of venues who that have been open, the barns out there, the um the place where we went that is just for weddings every weekend. There are so yeah. many wedding venues out there. I want to know who the fuck is still getting married at a Hampton Inn by the airport <laughs> in one of those fucking. <laughs> You know, like yeah. where it's like, oh, we only invited 150 people. So you can put this accordion wall up here and and close it off. And now it's half the price that it would have been like that bullshit. The mm. nonsense where you walk in and it smells like bleach and cum on a soaked rag <laughs> and you like walk into the venue and you're you're met with like kids who are soaking wet in their swimsuits, running back to their room from the <laughs> pool. And you're dressed in a cocktail outfit and you show up, eat some fucking rubber chicken in bad lighting. If you, if that is your wedding, if I described you and you got married in the last five years, do you need help? <laughs> Are you, st- who forced you into this? Are you okay? You shouldn't have gotten married. I said it. What the fuck? I'm sorry. I know that sometimes it's like a price thing where it's like, yeah. but it was cheaper here. No, go find yourself a no. goddamn field. What are you doing? Well, no, and those places to arguably jack up the because pr- like I've heard of people who have gone to like hotels like that mm-hmm. and been like, hey, we're actually doing we're doing a company merger. So we're just it's a little bit of a celebration for these two companies that are coming together. What would the price be? And they're like, all right, here you go. Then they come back and be like, oh, we're going to have a wedding here. And they give you that fucking wedding tax. So they jack it up by like 20% for the same space, same amount. And so it's like, no, they're screwing you at those places. You're right. I, I, it is tough to Im- imagine like, yo, of all the places I get to like from a, like, if you need a lot of space and you're about to hit like a 400, 500 person wedding and you just need space space, mm-hmm. but also could you imagine like your wedding was probably about the same. You maybe yours was a little bit bigger than ours, Cody. Ours we ended up. Yeah, we ended up with, okay, sh- shut the fuck. Don't ever talk to me like that on my show again. Oh my, you're going to come bragging about that? No, we, uh, Nick, Whoa. We, we weren't no, in the you came with fire. The way you said that, again. the way you said that, you know exactly how you said that. And that yeah. was rude. Well, I'll, you know what I'll also say, Cody, is we got married two and a half hours north of the Twin Cities. Do you think we wanted people there? Yeah. No, I'm not. I wasn't yeah. fucking ragging. I was just saying, yes, yeah, so I'm bigger <laughs> than you. Damn. <laughs> You're on my fucking uh, list, Cody. Yeah. Wow. You just made enemies here. The carries, the carries and the Lena's now are are at, are at war. It's a blood our, feud that'll span the ages. The, we it, used the to, show recording's gonna be weird. Next season's gonna be wild. Yeah. Yeah. It just got personal. Um. But no, I just think like a mat, like a, a wedding of four hundred to five hundred. It sounds like a nightmare scenario. Oh, it's way too many. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree. I think at this time, if you're planning a wedding and it, and it is hard and, and there, and there are certainly a lot of issues that get in that come into play, but man, you gotta, I mean, yeah, like you said, there's so many places now that will just, that are wedding venues farm, if you will. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, do we just get rid of location then because of how wildly it varies because we're talking about personalization of the wedding. Everyone has their little touches. We can't really like 
yeah, if you're boring as fuck and your personalizations suck, are we going to mm-hmm. shit on people who are just boring as fuck and their personalizations suck? I mean, yeah, it kind of I is the so. same thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> they kind of, these two also go hand in hand, right? Like you kind of, you you want both things to reflect on the couple, right? Like, like Cody, the fact that your wedding, the location of it was at a place that was legitimately a block from your apartment, like that felt intentional, right? And I know, I know part of it is because it was, but it's like, no, Sioux Falls is your town, right? And like, that's why it was important to have it there. We were obviously in our town, but we also kind of always thought we might do like a destination wedding. And this kind of fulfilled that. So I think when it comes to, I just, I love, so one of my favorite things about our wedding specifically, when it comes to the personalization, was one of I had some friends from California come out and I mentioned already that card that had the Fast and the Furious quote, which we'll put an image of because it it literally does look like how people have like Bible scriptures yeah. <laughs> out, but ours is just, you can have any brew you want as long as it's Corona. And then it had the little dash, Dominic Toretto, F1, 3208. Um, I should also say the person who designed that is the person who designed the um, the Friendly Competition podcast logo shout as well. Out, shout, shout out to Allison. Allison. Pa- shout out to Allison nice. Perry. She's Good designed work. all my favorite things that I have. Yep. And so they came to me and they're like, yo, we saw the sign. How many little Easter eggs are there at this wedding? Like little note, like those little things where it's like, if I'm paying attention, I'll see it. And like, Get out your baskets, motherfuckers. <laughs> we go on Easter we egg got, hunting. <laughs> all we have are Easter eggs. The entire wedding, all of it was an Easter egg. We didn't just have normal table numbers. We had to set people down at dates of of like meaning to the two of us. Yeah. And like even down to the um the flowers. I didn't make flower, but I made I did like beaded brooch bouquets that I made painstakingly by hand. Yep. And I spent like 20, 30, 50, I mean hours hours i can't even because it's been all over the last year they all had butterflies on them and and i like went around teaching my girls and i was like that's because you guys all helped me through my cocoon stages (laughs) when i was broken and battered yeah hell yeah yeah there's i mean there was little bits of intention i mean there was like even my i and i think too i mean if you're someone who's just getting married for the sake of like it feels like something that you know, you wanted like you want to just be with the person. Like, I'm not saying like you just don't get care, but like I know some people are like, I just want to be with you. I don't really let's do whatever, but I, I just want to marry you. And like you don't pay attention. But I would say the location's very important. And like I know because of ours, the fact that we got to stay there three nights, like it honestly felt like summer camp. Like it felt like all of our friends are there. Like when we had to leave and pack up everyone, it felt like the last day of summer. All your friends are leaving on the buses and you're stuck. They're like, All right, I guess it's you know, like I'm so excited to be with my person and go on our little mini moon but i was like man that was so much fun to have everyone but i know most weddings aren't like that we got mm-hmm. a really dope venue most places like kick you out at midnight make you clean up and all that stuff but i would say you know you pick the location pretty much like early on it's one of the first things you're going to do at a wedding for a wedding and then that's it right it's kind of over i would say the fun part about the personalization was that's every every step of the way you have a moment as you're planning your wedding to be like okay what touches are we going to put on this that really matter to us. Like, like to Kellyanne's point about the programs, even like every song that you listen to, that was a part of the ceremony. That wasn't just like, I don't know, just pick the, cause pick, we like the song. Yeah. Pick that, pick the love one by Frank Sinatra. That'll play. Like, no, we literally Kellyanne wrote on the back. Like in case you're wondering why these songs are currently being played, here's what's up. And so like, let people know, like, no, every detail that you're seeing is probably there, not by mistake, but 
intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even my vows, if you notice our song was the book of love and those vows, the title of my book is our book of love. Nice. Everything was personalized. Book of love, an Easter egg for me, because that actually Cody for you, that's the last song that's played in scrubs. I know that. Yeah. So that's like a little, like for me, I like I, that when I was watching scrubs on time, I was like, this song is beautiful. Kellyanne, what do you think of this song? And she's like, I love that's like, well, that was before we were ever going to get married. True. We used to just slow dance to it in your living room. Yeah. See, this is sweet little details. I love it. I was yeah. locking personalization. Okay. Yeah. There's- we're locking in personalization. There's no way go fuck yourself. Best Western on the <laughs> bad side of town. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we have the personalization going up against the music and dancing. And I think what we're dealing with here is ceremony versus reception. Basically. Yeah. And what is, Mm -hmm. and what is truly the wedding is there for the wedding, right? You you can't have a party without, or you can't have the party without the ceremony, but does the party, is that really, I mean, at the end of the day, are we just, is that what we're really all there for? Like we'll hold on though. Cause I think the reason that the dance floors get so lit are because people are invested and people get invested because of the personalization. So the two weddings that you were talking about that hit the hardest on the dance floor, Cody had terrariums that were individualized for each person in the middle of the table. If you didn't think that got them horny to be on the dance floor, like I fucking love this guy. I'm going to go so hard to soldier boy for this guy. We did go so hard to say. I, I was sitting there. It wasn't there. there. I'm just making guesses. Hard no, it was. No, Turn My Swag On was 100% played because I guarantee you, I went up to the DJ and I was like, could you get that? Or no, Pretty Boy Swag. Pretty Boy Swag. Pretty Man, Boy we Swag did, that's, one. that's, well, because yeah, that was a Cody and I song back when I was in, when I first started college. One day I'm I'm at like my computer and I get like a, like a G chat, not a G chat, like a Facebook message or something like, yo, you got to hear this. And it was Pretty Boy Swag. <laughs> by soldier boy and i was like you the first time you hear pretty boy swag you're like this is kind of dumb but then you're like all of a sudden you're like by yourself like this right Right here here is my swag (laughs) all the girls and you're like okay this is this is lit so (laughs) i know soldier boy was at his wedding anyway have you ever been to a wedding where you got lit on the dance floor but it wasn't a personalized wedding so let's go back Mm. to that best no i know no i know let's go back to that nasty cum soaked and bleached rag that thick in the air is that the place where you get down or do you get down because you're already feeling an emotional investment in the couple because of all of the personalizations? Or have you been to a wedding that was personalized that you didn't get lit on the dance floor? That's I, She's got a good point. The, the yeah. pre-gaming uh, is like, is it, this is a situation of, is there ever a chance where the pre-game of the party is better than the party? And we've been there. I've been in situations yep. that has happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. That's so always, that, isn't that the worst though when you're in co- when you do when you're having like a lit pregame with all your friends and everyone's having a great time you've been playing games and all that and then it's like all right yo we got to get to we got to get to Derek's party and uh, you get to Derek's party you're like fuck this sucks <laughs> can we go back to our can we just go back to our apartment with like the six of us and just get down again yeah I I yeah I really do think I think at the yeah. end of the day are you I love seriously parties. wearing a shirt that says never shuts up right now. <laughs> It's ironic. It's amazing. You do never shut up. I know. That's why I have to wear it. Cause I want to, it's like my mental note to myself. Never shut Nick up. Nick is wearing a shirt that says never shut up in a very, it's like, it's, it's huge. The letters are massive. Shout out Seth Rollins. Yep. Uh, John Cena. Oh, is Summer that what Slam, this is? SummerSlam 2017. 17. And you yeah. never shut up since. Never have. Okay. Never will. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's tough because for me, I love every detail about our wedding so much. 
Mm. But I agree that like, I do, I, I, I like your theory that it's like, and it's because of that, that we had just one of the most lit dance floors that's, that's ever been mm-hmm. experienced. I've been at weddings I'm, where the ceremony's gotten over and everyone left, like we were heading to the reception and was like, well, like how long we got on this wedding? What, like, what do we, how long do we think this is going to last? With your guys' thing, everybody was fucking horny to go. We were ready for it to <laughs> pop off. As soon as you guys shit got done, everyone was drying their tears. Like we got that out. That was beautiful. I know I cried. A lot of people did. We dried up our tears. Like we're done crying. Let's get fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. And we mm-hmm. did. And then we did. And it was because our ceremony was so personal. Our decorations were personal. Also, every uh, detail was personal. I just want personal. you guys to know this. Your wedding and reception and ceremony might have been the best smelling one I've ever been at. Thank you. Because that was very imp- the, the smellscape was something. First of that all, we had the smellscape about. was great. Everyone smelled very good mm-hmm. because, you know, that's the kind of people we hang out with. But secondly, yeah. there was fresh coffee everywhere. That smells oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of personalization, God, that was. I still think that that was one of our better ideas was we did a for well, and this is actually stealing. I couldn't do what you did because at Cody's mm-hmm. wedding at during their ceremony. I know they mixed the gin and tonic. And then at my other friend, Annalise's wedding, they mixed whiskey, did the yep. whiskey blend in a barrel. And I was like, I want to mix alcohol, but now I feel like I'm copying people because it's been done to death. And I really wanted mm-hmm. to mix something that we could send people home with so they could have like a piece of our love. Talk about personalization, getting horny. Sure. These people were dancing off of our coffee fumes. Those are our yeah. love fumes. <laughs> so-, <laughs> so then- so we mixed we mixed beans from two different areas that were like close to both of us mm-hmm. where like we grew up or where we because it was where I um, interned in college Door County theater, Coffee yeah. Company and you did right outside of your hometown with the Rapid City shout out shout and, out South Dakota yeah okay and <laughs> we already we've given them enough with the moonshine we've discussed in this episode no and and uh, and so we mixed these two blends and we had this beautiful ceremony and then we packaged up all the coffee so everybody could take a piece of our love home with them but as a result yeah it smelled Everywhere delicious if yeah. you guys are curious what nick and i what our love smells like our love it is fumes, a if you will caramel dream mixed with a hazelnut and vanilla, vanilla blend that's what it's like up in that's here. what it's like so it, smells, get, it smells real good we should get more of all right I think, anyway i, I got a lot I, of personalization I'm, guys we got to do it yeah i think it's personalization because that's what makes the wedding you can have a lit dance floor at any any one thing sure but what made it a wedding was the personalization if you get curtis and maria on the ones and twos in any situation that's yeah. gonna be yeah. a tight vibe if you need if you need a, a wedding dj vibe connoisseur get in touch with me i'll get hey. you in touch with curtis and maria because they they killed it i'm gonna because you two are already you've already overridden me i am gonna go music and dancing just to give it the shout out i think it deserves instead mm-hmm. of it being a sweet for personalization because also just yeah, shout outs. That was, like I said, it doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often we that you get didn't it. didn't talk about the DJ, yeah. Nick. We were talking about the dancing and the music. But without but without the DJ, the, it could have been worse. I it would was, argue that beautiful. the DJs we selected were part of the personalization. <sighs> because could. we didn't go with some jackass out of Cross Lake with, you know, his his dad's old fucking speaker we went with our friends we made it personal it's personalization all the way but i think so yeah i think we gave you a personalization all right well that personalization winning for the best part of a wedding 
And that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to help out your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, uh, wherever you see us on social media is like, share the posts, interact with us. I'm always happy to chat. Tell a friend, share with a friend. Once again, we are still in Nick and Kellyanne's wedding season. So the best gift you can give is sharing this with your friend and getting those people out uh, to listen to the show. Yeah, and I wouldn't have joined them until we were married. Right. (laughs) We're actually married now. It's real. So now this is my podcast too. (laughs) (laughs) The takeover breaks over the takeover now. We share everything. (laughs) Fun fact, Catherine's been in the room every episode I've recorded. (laughs) Just just in the back. Just that would have been that would be a wild thing just to see Catherine like just off screen slightly, just (laughs) hanging out. Like gives thumbs Uh, up when we actually are funny. Yeah, right. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament that you'd like to see us do, email those to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. Damn, it has been a minute, hasn't it? Go to contact and submit through there. And shout-outs to Charizard for their intro and outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, replace uh, vowels with sixes. And shout-outs to our guest expert, my lovely wife, Kellyanne Carey. Is there anything you want to let the people know about? Yeah, so Smart Mouth is actually doing theater again, kind of, precautiously, but we're doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, So our next show is October 9th. It'll be at 10.30 at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis. We're doing one of our um, director's cut improv shows, and the show we will be doing is Schitt's Creek. It's going to be so, there's so much fun the, if, yeah there's a lot of if, fun nick and i have been watching every single episode of Shit's creek because i guess he owns smart mouth now too oh yeah technically it is my asset i own the llc that is fair <laughs> and we didn't prenup so <laughs> yeah. hey, you i'm gonna <laughs> yeah yep i'm gonna take if, if this goes south i'm taking the only female driven comedy company <laughs> in the twin cities with me because that's that that's, sounds like you that sounds like a great call um <laughs> And uh, yeah, Cody, say something else. I did the shout outs. <laughs> you say goodbye, Nick. We're saying goodbye. Oh, now. we just it's call over. it. We just call yeah, it now. We're okay. calling it, baby. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. I'm Nick Kell Carey. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get there. I'm Nick Carey. You do whatever you want. I'm Kellyanne Carey, and I'm Solomon Grundy. See you on the. <laughs>